Welcome to Spectator Mode Podcast, episode 61. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because the Australian down there wants to make fun of us Americans. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to allow that right after we do our uh, opening intro. So stay tuned in the next 15 seconds. This shall be interesting to say the least. So welcome back to Spectator Mode, episode 61. I am Keith Mitchell. The gentleman to the right of me is Rob. And the Australian who's going to make fun of us is Carl. What is up, everybody? Before you make fun of us, before you make fun of us, mm-hmm. I got to say real quick, I lost what I was going to say. We are dumb. <laughs> with, that, with that, we are dumb. <laughs> I had something interesting to say, but I totally forgot about it. So you know what? We're not going to jump into the games we played just yet because... Our friend down there has a PSA for us, so take it away. Take it away. Let her rip. Yeah. All right. So uh, first of all, my views are not expressed by Shang Tsung up here. Uh, Shang Tsung. Oh, oh, ha, ha, Nor do we. Uh, nor do they uh, represent the Yellow Haven as a whole. It's more so myself being represented at this time. Basically, saying y'all Americans are fucking dumb. Uh, Have you seen uh, our president? Yes, I've seen President Cheeto, and. Yeah. It looks like Cheeto dipped in fucking twisty dipped in one of those fucking the, the little witch finger things. Oh wow! Kind of whatever the fuck they are, it's covered in Cheeto dust. Uh, more more orange than fucking some of the oranges I have sitting here on my. <laughs> All I can think of are Takis. <laughs> I don't know why. But <laughs> <laughs> more orange than uh, than the fucking Cheetos covered in fucking nacho dust and all that shit. Um, but you know that idiot aside, uh, I'm gonna say it general i'm just seeing how dumb the generalized population population of america are you know, hey man uh, hey man it's not all of us it's not all i know, of us. I know it's not all of you there's, there's plenty of nice there's plenty of nice guys over there in america i've got plenty of good friends over there but i guess say like your general population is fucking dumb you have the the highest infection rate going with this this virus. Wait, do we? I thought I thought another country surpassed us. No, you, no, no, no. You are you are number one, sir. You know, America's got to be number one in everything, including destroying the world. So, <sighs> you know, your, your infection rate is is almost doubling that of China when it hit its peak. So, nah, China's lying. They're lying. They're totally oh, lying. It, it They're lying, if, man. It depends on if you believe the Cheeto or not. Uh. But look, even they've they've been able to successfully get this down and, and start, you know, lifting restrictions and everything else. Meanwhile, your people are taking to the fucking streets going, Our freedoms have been impeached and then breached and you know, you have no right to make us stay at home and this, that and the other. You know what? I, I agree with you there. I, I literally want to slap the hell out of all those people, every last yeah, one of them, because and, and it, you know I agree I, see- with, I agree with China. I agree with them. But it, but it's stay like home. Lock them in your houses. Don't come yeah, out. It's like exactly. Stay home. You would have found that your infection rate would have dropped dramatically by now, and you'll probably be at the point where restrictions would have been lifted properly anyway. You know, look. You know, I hate to fucking brag, but look at Australia. In that same time, we have become one of the lowest countries for infection rates worldwide with this virus. My wife and was rubbing. It. My wife we're, was we're, rubbing it in my face about this because the. Uh, the Caribbean version islands is very, very low as well. And yeah. I'm like, well, you're surrounded by a freaking ocean. 
<laughs> if they drop down the ports in the airports, the, the, yes, the, the, not the, much coming and going there. there. <laughs> it's like you can't get but, there. But even, even, but even here it is. You know, you guys are, are landlocked between Canada and, and Mexico, and yet their infection rates combined don't even get three quarters of yours. Yeah, don't okay. get me started. So started. you know, at, at this rate, America is going to be the last country on the planet to have have restrictions lifted. For your economy to get back on. Oh track. no, no, restrictions are going to get lifted and, regardless, and, and to be declared safe for travel. There, there. I mean, you we're know? going to get the travel restriction is going to get re, is going to get rescinded because everybody's complaining about. And no, and no, well, fine. It's going to be great if you're flying inside the US. You try sending a plane out of that country, and there's going to be no airport on the fucking planet that's going to allow you guys to disembark. Good. Which is which is you know, which is the way it should be, personally speaking. But the thing is, you know, a lot of a lot of the things for your economy, just like ours, relies on tourism. I gotta say, thanks for bringing down this podcast, for making us <laughs> sad. You know, well, just to, just to add just to add to that. Basically, I just want to, I'll wrap it up very quickly. Look. Stop protesting. Stay the fuck inside. Let the shit do what it's supposed to do and drop because you people are staying inside instead of spreading the virus by protesting, you dumb motherfuckers. And then all of a sudden, the virus, the virus is fake. Uh, it's not real. Yeah, well, it's been real enough for, what, quarter of a million oh, dead people. We'll so, just put know. bleach into our veins. We'll be fine. <laughs> it's all right. Our, our president told us to, so oh, we can do it. God. Yeah, that, that's safe to, to do. And putting this into... Uh, helpful numbers looking at the current uh, count. United States has 1.1 million cases out of that there's 3.4 million in the world. Yeah, so you're taking... We have a third. Of, you will have one third of the world's total. Yeah, you, have a look at, you have a look at Australia, we barely break 10,000. There's none okay. in our Antarctica. Can I go there? Yeah, go to Antarctica. It's too cold for anything to survive there, so you like getting a cruise to get there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Start swimming now; you might make it by next year. If I don't die, freeze <laughs> to death. Yeah, that's true. But it, I, I just wanted to say, it's like at this important time, uh, even as a gaming podcast, we we always make sure to say to everybody, stay the fuck at home. Make sure that you you know you're with your loved ones if you can be. Uh, you know, do stuff online. The world can still continue. Do something, anything. Just yeah, do something. Do something easy. There's plenty of games out right yeah, I was now. Say you play know, more video play, games. That's play, play the most appropriate thing we can say. And you know what? Even <laughs> when you do leave the house, when you leave the house, because I do the same thing. I go. I have to go places. I got to got to go store or not. You know, yeah, you do get, what the thing's supposed to do. Wear your mask. You know, yeah. Stand your six feet apart. I, I'm watching people go to the stores and they're not wearing a mask, and I'm going, yeah. The sign says wear a freaking mask, and yep. the, yet the stores are letting them in. The governor of Delaware said, "If you don't have a mask, you're breaking the law." But yet they're walking through these stores, and I'm going, "Okay, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy." But, but at the same time, don't be extremely paranoid to the point where you're taking your food home, and if it's covered in plastic, you're spraying it down with fucking Windex and cleaning it to get all the all the. No, off. our president told us to do that. Oh, uh, your president is a fucking moron why are you still listening to him i don't <laughs> just, it's, it's hilarious <laughs> but, but like this is the thing like i i worry for all you guys over there like you know all my friends in america and i have quite a few like not just associated with the other haven but 
like I'm worried about you guys, and I want to be able to you know go, come over and see my friends. Don't come here. Don't come here. Don't come here. Don't come here. So, so my planning to come and help you with Pax East next year. What no. Pax East? <laughs> there might be Pax East next year. <laughs> what? No. Try 2020. 2022. <laughs> 2022. The way that things are going, I mean, the numbers are just going up. The these the states, and I hate again, hate talking about this. These states are complaining about opening up all these jobs and everything, or all opening up all the restriction because people can't work. I don't understand people want to work. But there's a lot of people out there just saying it because they can't go on the street and do their thing. They can't go out to the bars and hang out in the parks. Yeah. That's not important. Your health no. is important. Yeah. But they don't understand see, that. See, we, we've reached the point down here where our infection rate is maybe one or two people a day in most, in like our highly populated states like New South Wales and Victoria, where I am. Yeah. Uh, we can we're, 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 we're at the point where we're, our stores, like our, our malls were basically fucking empty for the last couple of months. Uh, as of this week, we have started opening them up again and they're starting to come back to life and people are coming out and they're spending. But the thing is, we still, we go out there with our masks. We have um, hand sanitizer stations out the front of every store. Uh, we make sure we stay out. 1.5 meters apart, or you're six foot. Um, and that's how we do it. There should and be a new law. If you're not standing six feet apart, you get punched in the face. If my fist can reach your face, you're too close. If I can slap you, you're too close. Back up. Uh, but like, even then, we still restrict like how many people in a store at a time. Our stores have a maximum well, of... We're doing, uh, they're doing that here now as well. They're noun. Yeah. But this is the thing we've we've instituted all this uh, after making sure we stay home. We stayed home for nearly a month and a half. A month and a half, and we we're able to curb this. You and know I what's can't... the sad part about this is, Carl? If you look at the trackers right now for this in the, in this country, it's the northeast the northeast region of the state is where it's heavily uh, impacted. Like looking in the maps right now, it's yeah. again New York's got three hundred thousand, New Jersey's got one hundred twenty thousand. Massachusetts got sixty six thousand. <sighs> yeah, it's like I even I even saw Florida. I'm used to Florida doing stupid shit. Oh, Florida went <laughs> up there when the beach when they reopened the beaches. Florida started skyrocketing. Yeah, like we opened our beaches. Yeah, we had a lot of people go to it, but we quickly had cops come along and say, hey, "Here's the thing. Here's a kicker." And we're going to talk about gaming, guys. We swear. Here's the kicker. <laughs> I live in Delaware, obviously. When this started happening, I kept looking at Delaware. I was like, hey, Delaware's only got like 60 cases, then 100 cases, then 120 cases, then 130 cases, then 200 cases, then 400 cases, then 600 cases. We're at 1,000 cases. We're at 5,000 cases in Delaware, the smallest yeah. state. What the freak, people? I'm in, a, I'm in a very small rural state, like way up north. And I have 2,000 cases in county. It's, it's insane. And like... Uh-huh. The, the county that I'm in only has like a few, or not even, like 150-ish. And like even still, it's just like people are, are out in their masks every day. We don't have like a mask order, so we don't have to. And I personally just don't have any, so I've only worn one occasionally. But If you want a mask, I will send you one. I brought a whole – I brought two packs of actual masks, masks not the, the metal, medical ones. So we had a box yeah. of those. I'm going to send those to a local doctor because we got our new mask in today. So we got about 
10 masks or so we can rewatch. Yeah, we, 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 we've got some uh, cloth masks here. Um, we were lucky enough to, surprisingly enough, I think it was two years ago at PAX, uh, HyperX had them as a part of a like little swag bag bundle. We just happened to keep a couple here. So it was like, nice. oh, we found them. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look, here's the thing, people. If you want your country to, to get better quickly, do the right thing. Don't go, oh my god, my freedom is because I want to work or whatever. Stay the fuck at home. Let the shit subside. Let the curve flatten. It, hap- it can happen. It will happen. And if you know somebody that's going to go, oh, I'm going to go to one of these protests because my freedoms, wash your hands. My freedom! Put on, put, put on a glove and slap the motherfucker! <laughs> or just don't talk to them ever again. <laughs> No, wash, wash your hands, put on a glove, slap the motherfucker, take the glove off, wash your hands again, and stay the fuck home. Yeah, it's been a uniquely American thing that we've just kind of downplayed everything all the time. Like, even barely a lot of people, any, like... Barely any other country in the world, I have heard, I have heard very little about protests about my freedoms, and except for the U.S., like even Europe, where I would expect this stuff. To All right, I think we need to talk about games now because we'll be on this topic for a very long <laughs> yeah. time. Anyway, Let's talk yeah. about video games. Video games. You're back more video games. games. We do apologize for that rant, but it was necessary. <laughs> and yes, we're back to our normally scheduled yeah. podcast here. Uh, games we played this week. Uh, I'm gonna go first. Um, yeah, Street Rage Four. Street <laughs> Rage Four. It's all I've been playing. Actually, no, it's a game. lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Um, <laughs> You want me to talk about Streets Race Four? You didn't want to check out my review at the end. Oh, well, it is it is games that we have played. I mean, so okay, so I, I tried to. I'll try and talk about this game without being nostalgic because this game plays heavily on uh, nostalgic, but it also has a great combo system that was brought into the modern age. Um, the game is phenomenal. The graphics are actually way better than people thought they would be. The controls are good. Huge character selection once you lock a retro character, so you get to play with the original Streets Race one, two, and three characters. Um, the music is good. The music is very good. I don't care what people say. The music is great. I would say it's on par with the Streets of Rage 2. I mean, it's, honestly, the game has been great so far. My only issue I have with the game is uh, the online code has issues, and they are working on this. I talked to the developer. just said they are working on this. There's a patch coming out soon. And uh, apparently there seems to be an issue if you're running the game on PC with AMD builds. I've been talking to a couple people, and they've been trying to to uh, replicate that, and they can't, but then they come back and say, we're on Intel. I'm like, well, I'm on AMD. And it randomly happens. It doesn't happen all the time. Other than that, it's a great game. It's a great game to play by yourself, good game to play with people, local people or online local people. It's a good party game. It's just a great game, and I'm glad to see that the risk that Sega, Dynamo, uh, Lizard Cube, and Gara Crush games took, and it paid off. The game is being reviewed very, uh, very well. The game is received very well. People cannot stop talking about it. And I'm really hoping it brings in a resurgence of yet more retro games and hopefully go and work on another game. Because so far, uh, Dynamo and um, Lizard Cube are two and two. The first one being uh, the Monster Boy reboot. So, yeah, I, I can't, I can't say that's all Capcom. That's all Capcom. I want these guys to work on Shinobi or a Golden Axe. That would be good. A Golden Axe would be great. Uh, outside of that, I did fire up Destiny 2 for all five minutes. I logged in. I played it. I was like, yeah, I don't have any interest in playing this game. Did you get a beer and code at all? I did get one. I got one. 
literally, I, I short tangent. I literally have tried to play this game more times than I would like to admit, and I have gotten a beaver coat every time within five minutes of going to the tower. Within five minutes each time. Like, not even like, oh, it happens once and it goes away. Every time I've tried to go there, it's happened. I just like, I'm good. I'm just going to wait. It's a shame. I love the story stuff. Don't get me wrong. I love Destiny. I want to go back. All the stuff that they're bringing out is cool, but I can't play the game. I'll go back <laughs> when the, uh, when the, when the, uh, the uh, evil triangles make their way to us, closer to us, which would be hopefully the next season, or the season after. So I'm done for <laughs> right now. I, I'm literally done. The Guardian games, I care less. Don't really care. Um, I don't care about grinding any more rep for uh, Rasputin satellites. I don't care. I'm done. And I wasn't going to do it, but now I'm going to do it. And I'm fucking tired of Bungie trying to balance the game for PvP and PvE and fucking things up. I'm yet honestly- again. They messed up weapons. Go ahead. Honestly, I'm just gonna wait until the big expansion in the fall. Cause like that I think that's where they're gonna do like the whole darkness spiel, like this is where the game changes, like they did with Shadow Keep. I'll be back then. Until then though, I'll watch some cutscenes, get the story stuff that I want. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, it's disappointing right now because everybody knows by now that they went ahead and nerfed one of the exotics, Heartlight, because everybody was using it in uh PvP and all the people that were usually dominated with hand cannons were crying. But yet hand cannons are still Still very good, very good, still, still very overpowered, good. but they're not touching the hand cannons. No, oh, everybody's using heart light. I can't do this against this person anymore. So, I, so we're gonna go ahead and nerf this weapon for you. But if you look at the actual patch notes, it's hey, we 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 sort of kind of buffed it in PVE, but in PVE or PVP, fuck that, we nerfed the fuck out of that gun. Sorry, yeah, it's uh, it's like big of a deal, it's an exotic. It's an exotic it's a rifle. That was my whole <laughs> like, thing. It's an exotic. The, the exotic. The whole point of an exotic is to be a powerful weapon. So you literally went against the actual lore of the game by saying this this weapon is legendary. It's known for doing these things. And you went, oh, you know what? This is exotic means nothing. So that sets a very dangerous example where they can now go in and start nerfing other exotics because exotics means nothing anymore. Yeah. I don't even remember blizzard nerfing exotics or legendaries in world of warcraft it was hey you got this legendary and it, it's overpowered guess what it's legendary sorry so yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah i'm 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 a little frustrated with destiny too i i will not be going back and playing time soon which is frustrating because i enjoyed enjoyed the game not so much enjoying it now yep so i'm done Thing. I'm done. Rob, go so, for it. So, so, so much for the, for the idea of hey, we're gonna play that as well. Like we could. Get I mean, you know, if you want to jump in and play some Destiny Two, oh, I'm, no, cool. no, no, no. I, but I'm not I gonna was, do. I'm not gonna do any PvP. I'm done. I'm done. I'm I was all done. for that last season, not this season. I mean, yeah, I mean, but if you want to <laughs> jump in, if like if you wanted us to level you up and get you to get you oh, yeah, story content, that'd, that'd then, yeah, fun. yeah, I'd do that. But if you're talking about hey, let's grind, grind this rep now, I'm good. I don't want to know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not trying to I'm do no bunkers. I'm good. Those bunkers are garbage. Those yeah. bunkers are garbage. The deli is garbage. I'm no. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks. Too grindy, too annoying, bounty fatigue, all that. I mean, me personally, I, I'll jump in a uh, segue, <laughs> uh, but um, I personally have replaced my shooters with, with a different shooter. I've been playing uh, Modern Warfare a lot, uh, specifically Warzone, because, I mean, that's like the big thing. You know, um, 
and it it's a lot of fun. It's one of those battle royales where it's like very specifically in my interests that I enjoy. Um, whereas like I don't know Fortnite, don't like the building, can't do it. Uh, Apex is like all right, but I don't play that much anymore. So I've been doing Warzone. It's just it's literally a Call of Duty battle royale. If you like the way Call of Duty plays, then you should play it because it's it's fun. And I've just been doing that with friends because I mean, gotta find something to do sometimes. So it's just like yeah, but it it, it is actually fun and i enjoy it a lot um and uh they do a lot of cool stuff in it too because they have like the whole the the contract system that you can do as well where you where you jump in and you do like a side mission in between the actual battle royale of, of just killing people so that you're the last to survive like i need a really um, good i need a good uh for a person to play i'm getting really tired i really want something to play yeah i mean well all, all this all the stuff that you might not like about modern warfare is still there so that's like an important caveat. If you don't like this game, it's no, it's, thanks. <laughs> it's just it's just battle royale on top of it, you know. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't think I've ever touched the modern warfare game, and I don't think I ever will. Yeah, I mean, in all fairness, I love Call of Duty Four. That's one of my favorite games of all time. Modern Warfare Two is just as good. But I mean, this game, I like it. There, there, there's clear drawbacks in it that a lot of people criticize, which I think is fair criticism, but um, it's just another Call of Duty. It's like one of those Call of Duties out of recent years that's actually been kind of worth playing, and and that's kind of a rare thing nowadays, at least to me. Um, obviously, they're, the average gamer will pick up every Call of Duty every year and, and just, you know, they. I, it's, not, it's not necessarily a commentary on that. It's just that, you know my personal interest has been so lacking in the series lately that it's like a fresh take is kind of nice, even if it's not the best thing. Uh, see, whereas I, I'm like, I, I want like a, a new Far Cry. Aren't they working on one? I'm pretty sure they are. I'm pretty sure they are. I think it's like, going to be because they supposedly are confirming for fiscal year five games. They've announced four. So people but are is like, it one okay, of them, but is it one of them? Yeah. Um, uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, so it's Watch Dogs Valhalla. Creed now. Yep. Um, there was, I think, hold on, let me. There's that sports uh, game they're working on. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's um, Watch Dogs, now Valhalla, uh, Gods and Monsters, and Rainbow Six Quarantine. So those are the four confirmed. So everybody's saying the fifth is going to be Far Cry Six. So, yeah, because I, I played I played four and five. I did play the the expansion, the five as well. Yeah, and I, like I didn't mind. I didn't mind. I didn't mind them actually. Uh, I'd say the worst one was probably the expansion to five because it was I don't know. There's something just didn't feel right about it. Was it but the playing, uh, protagonist? I don't know. It was, I think it was the overall story. I think trying to continue off such a great story was uh, just it just didn't fit to me. It's like it, fe- it felt like I paid way too much for a really bad DLC expansion. Um, bad DLC. I personally that. got it on sale, so I, I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, well, I've uh, never uh, bought yeah, it. I, <laughs> no, I, I bought it on sale too, and it was like yeah. I still felt ripped off. Um, but like Far Cry Five, I absolutely love the story. I love the twitch, twitch, uh, twist at the end, and everything else. I absolutely love the game, uh, especially because like I'm one of those people who likes it, who loves the whole stay so like 600 feet back with a bow and arrow and just ping someone in the head because you know I know how to an arrow arcs and everything. 
I think yeah. I'm going to go back and play Titanfall 2 again, to be honest with you. <laughs> Good luck finding servers. Yeah. I don't want I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> to play online. I just play it for the single player. Single player is a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't I, care I about that first. I never care about the multiplayer. It was always yeah. about the single player campaign. I did like Far Cry 5 a lot. There was something about the story that just felt, uh, I don't know. It was stereotypical to me. I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it, but the gameplay loop was a lot of fun. I'm all yeah. about just running around, get the settlement or whatever, and then... Yeah, they, you know. like those, those settlements. I loved hiding up in the forest and, and just pinging people from a distance. It was great. Super fun, yeah. Yeah. And co-op. So, like, yeah, well, co-op as well. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was great. I, unfortunately, I never got to play co-op, so maybe uh, you and I should, should talk about doing co-op runs. Oh, I'm down. I'll have to install the game again, but I'm down. Yeah, so am so I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but as, like, to, just to continue on with our, our actual topic, which is what you've been playing, uh, I was going to be playing Streets of Rage 4, like Keith told me to. But? But I got distracted. Oh, um, what are you playing? I, I booted up Xbox Game Pass the other day. What are you playing? Streets of Rage 4 was on there. So um, I found a, one by an Australian indie developer called Moving Out. People mm. have been talking about that game, actually. Yeah, it's it's a very it's a very simple game. You're the, like a you move all people and you're just moving stuff out of a house. Maybe my like, maybe my daughter should play that so she gets to hit. It is, it, <laughs> but, it's, but it's like it's like it's a very weird thing. Like you can, you're literally picking up stuff and you just throw it out the, out a window. Why? Because you can't. Um, I don't. Know, it's just like it's a stupid little. Like something I'd expect on a mobile game or something, but it's one of those things that's been really addictive. I've always, like I started playing it, and it's got later and later in the night, and I'm like, just one more level, just one more level, because I just kept kept working out how to get quicker and quicker at throwing things through the quickest path throughout the house. And as it goes on, they add little extra bits and pieces, like multiple floors, uh, button switches that do different things. Like you have to actually find a way to. There was one house that's completely boarded up except for one entrance, and you have to that's work my out house. how to do it. I live there, telling people to stay the hell out. <laughs> so, and you know, you get you have to you have like ghosts running around that try and stop you from moving stuff for some reason. It's it's actually quite it's quite a fun game. Um, I do recommend if anybody has a few hours to kill. Jump so you're never going back to Streets of Rage. You're just totally. I'm gonna go back. I'm getting. No, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. Part of me is waiting, like you said, for that netcode to be fixed, so you and I can go and, and and see if we can like infinite loop combo some people. No, they took those out. Sorry. Well, we'll find the it. corner, we'll find the corner infinites. They took those out. There were plenty of those during the. Uh, we, we, no, the, we'll, uh, we'll, 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 early find, we'll find a way. We'll find a way. They're, they're, they're Life finds a way. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Life yep. finds a way, and people who know how to break a game will find a way. But uh, yeah, so I've just I've been playing moving out. That's pretty much my main one this week. I'm still very, very far behind on Final Fantasy VII. You're never um, going to beat that game. I'm, 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 I'm probably not. <laughs> Let's face it. At this point, I'm probably not. Not going to do that spoiler cast because uh, he won't finish the game. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, you can do your spoiler casts if you like. I don't. At this point, I've probably watched more of the game than I have played it. So, Damn it. Um, it's a shame. Yeah, though. I, it's so much fun. Uh. I know, I know. It's just like it's just other things keep coming up, and you know, got articles to write and stuff like that. Because you know, we we got all that type of stuff and schoolwork and all that other fun stuff. You gotta, Plus, you gotta get to the end so you can complain about the ending. 
No. Don't Unless do it stinks. No, don't wanna. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but but like yeah. I've been I've been having other issues. Like I completely mangled a, a PS3 um, hard drive caddy. Yep, you did, and you're still pissed because, off about that. that. Yeah, because I fucking mangled it. It's like Sony are like, yeah, you can top out the hard drives, but we're going to make it impossible to do because we're going to screw the screws in so fucking tight. The only way to do it is to wreck the fucking caddy. It's like, so basically fuck? you're screwed because you just fucked up the screws. Yeah, I had to order in another caddy just so, so I could see if this hard drive I bought will actually fucking run, which I don't think it's going to, which means we have to buy yet another hard drive. Yay! Well, it's better than buying another PlayStation 4, right? That's true. Yeah, well, it's like it's just multiple consoles in this house isn't exactly a problem. It's multiple like we got a console. Nothing wrong with that, man. Well, you know the the uh, the little lady she has her own PS3 and now she's bought a Switch. She, she got one the other day because she was like, "I want to, I want to play Switch, but I don't want to play yours. I want to play on my own." I'm like, "Okay, let's go out and buy one." Then. No, I'll be honest, you were like, "You can't touch my Switch. Get your own." No, no. <laughs> No, no, I, no, no. I, I said to her, if she wants to get it, then she can get it out of her own money. Um, you know, I, I said, look, if you want to play the games, that's fine. Grab the games, and I'll set you up an account. She said, no, no, I want my own. Okay. So she went out and bought one, and she hasn't played it yet. <laughs> she, she, she's been too busy playing The Sims Four because I put that on her laptop, and she's like, "Oh my god, The uh, Sims!" Sims. Yep, no, we will yeah. still, we shall not mention The Sims. So Sims but, are uh, bad, but it's like it's like I've got another. I've, I literally have another PS4 sitting here on the floor, doing absolutely nothing. Oh, trading! You can trade that bad boy in. I would, but the firmware is still. But the firmware is still back at four point five. Nobody cares about that anymore, man. Come on. Hey, We're hey, done. hey. Modding, man. Modding. Modding's old. Modding's a thing of the past. Nobody cares. What, so you're not going to mod your 3DS now that the server's going down? No. Not going to. I really don't care. I mean, <laughs> there's a reason my 3DS and my wife's 3DS have been sitting on the counter or the bookshelf for months on end. There's yeah, a reason called, for that. It's called the Switch. Yes. <laughs> Which killed the 3DS the moment it came out. Which I said, I told that I said that when that first came out. Yeah, everybody was like, regardless no, of what no, Nintendo no. said. No, no, they'll, 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 support the, they'll support the 3DS for a long time to come. Yeah, sure did. They sure they did for like and... two minutes. <laughs> hey, it's dead. Uh, okay, but come on, let's, let's get to gaming news. We've been talking about this long enough. All right, let's go. So, what are we going <laughs> to talk about first? What do we got on docket first? Uh, I believe it's 31 and 10 seconds for the timestamp. Yep. Uh, well, we might as well talk the big gaming news, which was uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Valhalla! Finally, run, finally run like a Viking. Smash things like Viking. Finally, officially announced. Thank Male you. Finally, officially, unofficially, we definitely didn't see this coming announced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, like now people can know- stop saying, hey, it's not coming, because it's totally coming. We got Assassin's Creed with Vikings. And spoiler, the Hidden Blade is back. And the dude has all his fingers. I seen somebody get mad about that. It's also up here now. It's not on the not on the wrist. They don't hide it, even though it's uh, hidden. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what did you guys think about the trailer? Uh, it looks about as a, appropriate as a, a Viking Assassin's Creed would be. You know, are you excited? Uh, people stabbing for it. No, I, I am. I mean, I liked Odyssey. Don't get me wrong. It's it's a game that's 
freaking huge that I've never beat because it's freaking huge and there's too many other games. But at the same time, what I did play of it, which I was actually surprised. Let me bring up my hour count in that game because I was surprised at how much I actually did play of it and how much how far I got in because I did not get very far. But I was up to 49 hours. And I think I'm I'm on like the second or third chapter. I think I'm further than that. But yeah, Yeah. the the problem with that game, it's just like I had with Skyrim and excuse me, The Witcher 3 is you have your main objective, but there's like all these other side quests. And it's like, well, I'm going to do the side quest, and then I I can't be asked to go back to the main quest. So it's like, yeah. And then I just not playing it. And like for some reason, like Odyssey does it the worst because it's literally like, here's this map that you have and you see your tiny little island and you're like, oh, okay. And then you, you zoom out and then you zoom out and then you zoom out. And it's just, the, the map is huge. The boat, battles. the boat battles are fun. Yeah, yeah. There's over like 50 islands or something. Like it's, it's insane. It's the biggest map that they've ever had or kind of, but yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. But I am excited for this one because for one thing, Vikings, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, the conquest battles are probably going to be even bigger now. Because, well, Vikings again, <laughs> but um, it, it it just it seems really cool. All the stuff that they kind of showed or, or talked about so far seems really interesting, um, and it's another reason to go back to Assassin's Creed again. So, how about good the enough fact for me? That Fifteen studios have worked on this game. Fifteen. That can be either crazy. a very good or a very bad thing. <laughs> that is just Oregon is just going to be Oregon. If they've had to put that much development time in and that many studios to work on it, then there's obviously this is going to be an absolutely fucking massive game. Yeah, um, that was that's what I, when I heard 15 studios, I was like, well, this game is going to be worse than Odyssey. Thanks, guys. I mean, considering but, how far Vikings went out, like we're talking like all of Northern Europe. You know, like yeah. a condensed version, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but but at the same but at the same time, it's like I'm I, I was hyped watching the trailer because that that battle scene with like the big armored knight coming in, he's just like I'm gonna throw axes into you and see what happens, and then pulls out the blade and just like, yep, you're shipped, mate. Yeah, um, you know, <laughs> the armored warriors totally should have won. That's a I, classic I was, case of being confident. Like you know what, just kill him. Stop playing okay. with your damn food, please. Yeah, kill him. <laughs> But it's Jeez. like, I, I'm afraid that there's going to be like some sort of like village resource management subsystem or something in this game that you're going to have to do in order to expand and shit like that. I'm like, I don't want that. I just want to go uh, out. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I just, I just want to be this big group of fuck off Vikings that walk around and destroy things because you know Odin says so. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it is with yeah. us. Yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah, and then, yeah. then, then, there's, then there's the usual Assassin's Creed bullshit with the Templars and the Crusaders. And you can't get away from that. You, know, you, you literally cannot get, get away from that. You can't that. get away from that goddamn story. Nope. Um, you know, and, and it's like, is this, this once again, it's like, are we syncing up with some like, historical thing? Da, 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 da. I'm like, no, nah, just give me a, just, just go, hey, you know, all right, we've, the opening scene is, hey, we put your guy in the whatever machine, the Animus or whatever they're using these days, um, and you got to go back and you got to be this Viking guy. And it's like, let's just spend the entire game as the Viking uh, and then only let it be like a finale thing when it comes back to that story about the Templars and all that shit. You sound like somebody who would be excited for Layla coming back. 
I'd be excited for just stomping around as a big fuck off Viking swinging axes going, fuck you, give me your women. <laughs> I was hoping but for actually, you to no, say, who's actually, Layla? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that, that also is a question, yeah. but I really don't want to make that obvious because let's, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest, my experience with uh, Assassin's Creed probably stopped at Brotherhood. So, yeah, I played one tour in Brotherhood and went, um, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but like, I, I just want that big fuck off Viking experience, you know, but then again, you know, at the same time, you know, I can't really be the whole misogynistic thing because they are doing the right or the, the right thing and putting females as a flexible part of the character, which is historically accurate because the Viking women were just as tough as the men. So, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I, I but I can't get a statue of the woman. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the that's the other thing that sort of annoyed me a bit too. Was it was like the devs came out and said, "Yes, we are going to have a selectable Viking woman in this as a, as a character template and everything else when the character's done, and you can play as her and everything else, and it's the same style story." Rah rah rah. But but, but take a look at the the advertising. Take a look at the the cover art. Yep. Take a look at the the the, yeah. uh, the collector's edition stuff. It's all centered around the male version of the avatar. Yeah, I would have rather like, be like, able like, to just select the female version of the CEO or the male version. Yeah, well, that, well, that's it. It's like if you're going to put out a statue, why not put a put out a statue that has both the male and female Viking on it? You know exactly. How hard could it be? Or, or, make, or, or make it make it a choosable version where you have one as the male, one one as the male, one as the female, you yeah. know that type of thing. You know we are we are in that age of, of gender equality and everything else. And yeah, you go. What? No, that does not exist. I'm sorry. No, no, it, it, it doesn't according to the feminists. But uh, but like you know anything a, a, a man can do, a woman can do just as well. You know, hell, I I'm agree. All for that. You, you, and you know you can do it. That's one thing I've always preached, but. Um, I, I think it's it's getting to that point where it's like you got to be careful about how you step around these things in advertising. So if you're going to put a female character as a choice as your lead, don't put the male on everything else. You know, make make a, a cover that's got both of them on there, or make reversible covers that have one. I hope one enough people complain about this that they actually change I, I, that up. For the first time, I'm actually I'm I'm with you on that. I'm hoping like the first time the internet idiots that jump up and down about this on both sides of the fence, you know, both the, the, the misogynistic man beards that live in their basements and, you know, the, uh, Hey, the social, I, uh, the, the social justice. Lefty. I like it down there. <laughs> yeah. But you did so by choice because yes. it's quieter and away from the kids. You also don't. Uh, women. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love my women. I love my women. There you go. Oh, you have to, cause she beats your ass. No, I mean, I love women in general, but yeah, she, yeah, she, she likes hitting me. Call 911, please. <laughs> no, don't call 911. She's actually a lovely woman when she's not angry. <laughs> I do but, hope uh, they do a thing though, similar to how Odyssey did it, where they're both a main character. So, like, kind of like, I mean, spoilers, so, so, but so, one so of them you, is you, a protagonist, you, one of them is an antagonist. Yeah, they so, said so, that the story is going to play out for both of them when you choose yeah, female, male. So, so, so basic, basically, whoever's not in the like the main player character role is like either their, their best friend or their second in command or something is the other character. I really yeah. need to go back and be honest with you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, 
finish Odyssey. I need to do that too, but I'm also stuck in a hundred hour RPG at the moment, so I'll be back maybe, eventually. Maybe, maybe maybe I should maybe I should track down a copy of this Odyssey because I, I think it's going pretty cheap at the moment. So if there's anything I will say, and I'm I'm not going to preach for too long, is that you should play Revelations because I think that's the most underrated game in the entire series, easily. Think so? Because like. Well, I can't think of any other prime example. Because, like, if I try to argue that the first Assassin's Creed is the most underrated, I will immediately think of how bad that game is in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, but I think Revelations is is the most underrated for a number of reasons. Just because, like, I mean, it gives a perfect swan song for Ezio. And, like, among other things, it kind of perfects a lot of some of the stuff that was introduced in Brotherhood in a lot of ways. And... I don't know. I think it's worth going at, especially for the story stuff, because that that was kind of like where they finally were heading towards like this big narrative boom that didn't really end very well in three. But it, all the lead up up to it, I thought they did a really good job with like all of like the the crazy lore that they've been setting up for however long. Like it actually kind of made sense and was genuinely interesting, at least to me. But I mean, then they ruined it with three, so I'm I, <laughs> you don't have to go any further than that. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm, so I'm just, as you can see, I'm part, I'm pretty much off screen at the moment. I, I'm going through my stack of like He's Xbox missing. 360 games. Is he going to show so, us another game again? Yes, he is. No, no, I, I'm I'm trying to work out what I've got because <laughs> this little stack of games that I have as I knock over that does not sound like little. It sounds like a lot, dude. At least fifteen just fell on the floor just now. Well, it's like yeah, I've I've got that. So, so it's like one, two, Brotherhood. Yeah, and he's got three. too many games. You've got too many. So, games. hey, I can't help it. They're friggin' cheap. Xbox 360 games. That one has the wrapper on it still, sir. You haven't even played that game. Which one? Whatever one was still in the wrap. There's probably the first one. one. No. There was one still in the wrap, dude. I totally saw it. It was shiny. Open. Then I'm going blind. You might have thought that one, but that's because the, the cover is actually the cover itself is shiny. It's also green. Oh, <laughs> is, that the, is that the Steelbook Three? No, that's uh, it's the standard. But the the front uh, of the cover is shiny. Yeah. So it's okay. like, yeah, I, I've got I've got those that I could go and play, but yeah, I'll okay. have a look and see if I can find Revelations as well. So, so. pretty much, we're all excited for Valhalla. Pretty much. I, 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 I think it'll be cool. I, what platforms? I, I, now that's the big question. Yippers. Mm-hmm. Um, PC that, for that life, is, baby. I am too, but you know, you know I'll buy answer. it on Uplay. I won't I won't complain. You don't win it on Epic Game Store? <laughs> Not really. I had the Epic Game Store for one thing, one thing only, and that was control. And uh, I think that's on Steam now, isn't it? Is Did it go to Steam yet? I think it may have, or it's, or it's coming soon. Yeah, that was the only reason. I, I could literally go in and un- uninstall that client now. <laughs> I don't have another reason for it. No, it's not on Steam yet. Soon. Oh, it's not? Nope. August. Yeah. It's coming in August. Interesting. Look like, yeah, it was supposed to be soon. It got pushed back, it looks like. Side tangent, do you ever play the expansion for Control? And is it worth it? I have it, and I have not. Because uh, okay. I had so many things to take care of, but uh, everybody's saying that the uh, DLC, the expansion, is phenomenal. Okay, completely phenomenal. Cool. Okay, so I should probably uh, go back to that as well. Should, should I bother getting like Rogue and Black Flag? No, 
Uh, I like Black Flag, but it's a pirate game. It's not an Assassin's Creed. Yar. So, no. Something to keep in mind. I like it a lot, but it's very clearly very different. Okay, so... What about Syndicate? I have no comment on Syndicate. Not really. It's it's just fine. It's really something you could pick up last minute or whatever. Yeah. So like you saying, go play Odyssey and enjoy yourself until Valhalla comes out. Yeah. That'd be yeah, the best approach. Go do that. Uh, I will say I got lucky. I didn't have to buy Odyssey because I got into the uh, what is it? The Google Project Stream Beta. Oh, nice, very cool. And then they eventually gave it to everybody who participated for free, so I got a free copy of that. So I was like, all right, thanks Google for that. Very cool. All right, uh, moving on. So everybody knows by now the Last of Us Two, Last of Us Part Two was leaked. And there's a bunch of videos still flowing on the internet that show various things. Some show gameplay. I think some show some cinematic. Was the entire game spoiled? I, just there were some pretty big story beats as far as I know. Uh, if anything, like as much of the story that could have been leaked was leaked. Uh, <laughs> at the very least. Um, I didn't even try to look into it because I personally don't want to get spoiled. So I didn't. Um, uh, but yeah, from what I have heard, pretty much the majority, if not the entire plot with major story beats has been things. Yeah. Uh, Initially, I was I, I was intrigued, but then I was like, you know what? No, thanks. I don't care because I've already got the uh, the collector edition prepaid. And yeah. I already said I'm taking off an entire week from work to play this game. I did not want to be spoiled. I did not want to ruin the efforts of Naughty Dog. And no matter what people say about Neil Druckmann, because people don't like the guy. Yeah. A lot of people don't like the guy. Some people love a lot of people love the guy. I'd I say think people don't fair. like him or just the people who are like the oh you you put all these like complex characters uh, from different gender backgrounds just to uh, appease the, the the normies or whatever. I don't know. It's it's only that people, you know. I feel like there's no like other, you know, for the general public, there's no like. There were people getting pissed off about him, the crunch. You know? and I was like, crunch is in every, almost every major game. I can't say anything about that right now. I'm not yeah, saying it's good. That's, that's but... not all him, though. You know, it's, it's not it's, just it's, as much as, as much as we hate crunch. It is a part of the the system, regardless of. So trying to explain it to people, which is useless. So I just don't fight anymore. I'm like, all right, whatever, sure, okay. So there's, yeah, there's there's crunch time in every single industry on the, on the planet. So you know. You know, it happens. Just deal with it. If you don't like it, shut the fuck up. If you don't want to be a part of it, quit your job and find something else. Words to live by. So, no, I did not spoil myself. And Uh, I don't think anybody else should have, but that's neither here nor there. But Sony did come back and say, hey, we found the guy or guys who did it. And it was not... Nothing yeah. to do with the co- with the company nope. or the PR company was not a like employee whatsoever. It was an outside party, which is interesting to hear. It's going to be uh, a bad time for that person or persons because uh, Sony is going to sue you guys into oblivion. It's not even going to be funny. You and- know, if they, they might even get arrested. Oh, they're definitely going to get arrested. Yeah, well, I don't even think That's they would sue. I feel like there would be an investigation if they find him. They'll just. Oh, they will. There'll be investigation and uh, Sony says they have. Sony says they have in a statement. They said 
SIE has identified the primary individual responsible for the unauthorized release of Last of Us Part Two assets. They are not affiliated with Naughty Dog or SIE. We are unable to comment further because information is subject to an ongoing investigation. We look forward to when The Last of Us Part Two will be in your hands, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it, not a person. It is persons. It makes me wonder, why did they feel the need to tell us all of that, you know? Because if they could have easily just wrote it off and said, you know, there, there, we have. There's an investigation underway. You know, why? Why did they feel the need to say specifically that it was someone um, specific and we caught them? You know, like uh, red handed. Like because certain gaming industry individuals were saying that it was people from Naughty Dog. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I mean, even then, like, I guess. Because like even Neil specifically would come out and say like oh there's nobody on our team there's no way you know nobody would believe him because they yeah. never like damage control yeah yeah that's true but it is, I don't know I just feel like it's it's like trying to perpetuate an animosity that doesn't need to be there but that's just me I mean no it's true I, I just think it's just clearing the air and saying you know what guys you were wrong that's it that's all it is yeah yeah but so I it's mean, nice to know they got him yeah I it, feel bad it, for the person I mean I don't feel bad but. This is potentially something that could, I mean, I don't say it could ruin your life, but if you're facing jail time and they ask you, why are you in jail? Uh, I, I leaked a I leaked, video game. You look at you like, what? What? I killed a guy. I robbed the bank. I leaked the game. Uh, somebody would be like, uh, corporate espionage. Yeah, <laughs> I would do that. I would find that word for it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds better. That sounds make, 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 it, make it sounds better. Make it sound worse than what it really is, just so you yeah. get a bit of street cred. Yeah, it's just um <laughs> But well, supposedly like it wasn't just uh the last of us two that got like supposedly somebody leaked a big part of um Cyberpunk. It was something from E three last year that they leaked. It was something that was recorded already. So it's not like we didn't already see it or know about it. So they decided now is a great time to go ahead and release it. It's the time of leaks again, I guess. You see, I don't know. I don't know. Everybody wants their 15 minutes of of, uh, of um, spotlight. Criminal and, criminal time? Yeah, and it's you leaking. I mean, we, we, we talk about this every year. Every year, it's like around the same time, and it's the same thing. Exhibit A leaks a game. People get pissed off. Other people get happy. The person gets caught. We talk about it, and then it just goes away. And then it comes right back again. It's like leaks are part of the gaming industry, unfortunately. And people just won't learn. Especially now that we've hit May, they usually do start becoming a bit more common. Uh, It's because at this time, this is when they're usually sending stuff to uh, E3. Yeah, it's exactly when it starts up. Right before E3 last year, we had a crap ton of leaks. And by yeah. the time E3 came, it was like, oh, we already knew about that. Thanks. And they're doing it right now. So I was like, yeah. eh, whatever, I guess. I think whatever. to me, the biggest impact is the sheer size of the leak. Because, I mean, like, there's a lot of gameplay floating around. I just looking around, like, general stuff, not trying to spoil myself. Like, there, like you can tell just, like, aesthetically, like, many different points of the game are out there. Whereas, like, you know, like, leaks before E3 and stuff there'll be like a, like a shady gameplay video somewhere here or there. And there's plenty of that, but like, I think it like, to me, it boils down to the fact that we're in this shelter in place thing that, that people, if they're going to leak something are going to find a ton of stuff 
just because of the nature of people working from home, I assume, like there's going to be tons yeah. of files spread out across, you know, personal computers, things like that, personal networks. So I imagine a lot of it's just like, you know, uh, you get they get their information from from somebody's network, somebody's at home. And, and, and like at the same time, this is a game that was like supposed to come out pretty soon. When was their release date? I, I think it was supposed to already be out by now. Right? It was already supposed so. to release. It got delayed a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's just like it's a big deal for this one only because there's just so much out there, like from a game that's not even out yet, and you know yeah. other games and stuff. It's just been like here's a shady gameplay video, and not like, even that. This, this is, thing exists. This yeah. is Sony's. This is Sony's premiere, possibly their last, not their last, but their biggest hurrah before the PlayStation Five hits. I mean, you've got Ghost of Sh- I pronounced that game completely wrong, Shishima. But that's not going to be as big as The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, this is the last biggest game from Sony, with Cyberpunk coming out being eh, right along the same time as the new consoles are coming out. So. Yeah, well, it's it's like I'm like I, I just wish they'd spoil something that I'm actually really wanting to know about at this point. It's like Cyberpunk. Yeah, I. I got to see bits and pieces of it at PAX last year. Lucky you, and, you never and, got and, it, and that, and that got that got me hyped. So I got to uh, speak with one of the develop with the uh, developers, which you can see on our YouTube channel right here on this little YouTube channel that we have. YouTubers, um, and you know, I I got to to talk a little bit also off camera about what goes on because what they were allowed to say on camera was very restricted. Um, but it's like I'm hyped for the game, but the thing is. I've seen what I needed to what I've needed to see. I know about that. I don't really want to spoil any further. The Last of Us. That's my fiance's game. She loves that. I really couldn't care oh, less. You need to be on that, dude. That uh, you wait. Have you not played I, I, the first one? I have not played the first one. My fiance plays it when she gets around. <laughs> you gotta play it. <laughs> no. No, because 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 all I all I get when I play that game is I get memories of press X to Jason. No, it's not even like that. No, oh, not even. Not even. I know it's not like that, but that's the vibe I get from it. And I'm just like, no, I can't take something so goddamn slow. Uh, it's um, not slow. It's not. It's. It, it is. is. I watched the fiance play through the first like. It's couple not hours that slow. It it's slow. It is about as fast as Uncharted is. Well, I don't play Uncharted either, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you're missing out some good gaming, man. I know I've got I've got them all thanks to PlayStation Plus, but I still don't play them. <laughs> um, like I, I'm I'm wanting to find out more about this this fucking new Batman game that's coming out from Rocksteady. Nope. I want my I want my Batman. Goddammit. Nope. We've been waiting on that for how many years now? <laughs> just just forget about it. Just forget about it. Pay no but, attention but to the If it's Court of Owls, I'm in. That's going to be yeah, exactly. look at them. If, it's, if, it's, if it's Court of Owls, I'm, I'm down. Do I'm not like bring up their them. name. Do not talk about them. Do not look at them. <laughs> ignore them. And then they'll go, you know what? People are not listening to us anymore. People are ignoring us now. Maybe we should talk about this game now. <laughs> Just ignore them completely. Hey, hey, at least, at least we know at least we know what's coming from Nintendo. A whole heap of Super Mario remasters. You know what? I don't mind that. I don't mind me, me neither. A new version of, of play Mario Sunshine again. Okay. I don't know about Sunshine. You, you <laughs> take that back, you fucking heathen. Hey, Sunshine is okay. 
<laughs> I literally like played that game for like two like hours. You want to play like, Sonic Six, my friend? That's I don't so... play this game anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I would never play that game. But you know, what? I'd be down for playing some Super give Mario me... Galaxy again. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh, hell yes. Give me, yes, give please. me small Galaxy. Give me Galaxy. I never played I... Galaxy. Oh. You're missing out on some good gaming. That, that's my gaming <laughs> sin of the evening. See, yeah. see, see, we're, we're all, see, we're all missing something. We're not all like Keith who gets to sit there and play games all day. I, I wish I could like play few games all day. Of like a few hundred people who didn't have a Wii when they were... Well, yeah. I, was, I wasn't even growing up at that point. I guess it was still in my teenage years. So, but yeah, yeah, I, just, I, I was lucky enough my cousin had the uh, the Galaxy games and when I when I stay over his place, we play the Galaxy game, so I got to play it that way. Yeah, but to put I reckon playing on the on the uh, the Switch would be pretty cool. With the oh, I remembered why. I remember why I didn't get a Wii because I I primarily liked Zelda. That was the only like Nintendo franchise that I liked, and because Twilight Princess was on the GameCube, I was like, all right, I don't, I don't need, need it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes whole sense. Yeah, all plus right. if you play Twilight Princess, then all you're doing is playing friggin'. Uh, uh, what was it not the one before Jamora's Mask? Oh, Wind Waker. What? No, no, the one uh, oh. sixty, the fun the sixty-four. Oh, oh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. You know the game they've been remaking ever since they put that one out. <laughs> hey, Wind Waker is <laughs> awesome. All right. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah. I, I, no, look, bullet, I actually quite liked uh, Wind Waker, and what was the one with the train? Uh, oh, Spirit, Spirit, uh, um, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit Tracks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind that one either. Okay, but then again, I liked them on the DS. So, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right, moving along. So E3 2020 is canceled. Yes, I'm eating a lightsaber. Kind of hard to talk now, but since the show has been canceled, there's been a bunch of shows rising up to replace it. We've got one from IGN. We've got one from Game Spot. Almost said GameStop, Game Spot, and then a brand new one from Jeff Keighley. Somebody take this one so I can finish his lightsaber. <laughs> I think, well, I, I, we're, I'm just going to jump right into discussion. Uh, but I think it's just funny because it's like, it's almost as if like IGN took the wind out of E3 sales almost immediately. And then everybody else is just like, let's kill E3. Like, and, and just release their own <laughs> version of it. And now it's just like, okay, well, there's going to be no reason for E3 anymore if... Literally Pretty everyone much. has their own show now. Because, I mean, think about it. How many people are going to do this one and done and be like, all right, we'll just not do this next year. We'll give no, it back no. to the ESA. They're not going to do that. I'm sorry. E3, as we know, it is dead buried. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Can't, be, can't be resurrected. No matter how many... Yeah, it doesn't help that the ESA leaked a bunch of people's information too. You know, yeah, not, not uh, a dude. great thing either. <laughs> uh, the the only problem I, I have with this, like with IGN doing it and then uh, GameSpot doing one and everything else, is that it's led to what I was thinking was going to happen when they announced that E3 was dead. Was that yeah, we're going online, but every single site is going to have their own different version. Yeah. It's like, how much crossover are we going to have? How much doubling up are we well, going to have? Well, here's my thought. See, my, my, my original thought would have been these websites should have fucking thought about this ahead of time and go, let's work together to present a massive online conference. Nope, you know, can't so, do that. So, but no, they can't because egos. Exactly. Well, not even that because we want market share. It money. literally will not happen. Good old yeah. money. It will not happen. Can the you only person I can think of who would... Yeah, 
The only person I could think of who would do that would be Jeff Keeley. But I mean, he, he it's like, it's still his show. Yeah, even, you know? <laughs> even, even then, yeah, Keeley would have to run it and do everything. Yeah. So. so let's talk about this real quick. So we got the first one that was announced was IGN Summer of Gaming. It's going to be, uh, they haven't announced everything, if I to be honest with you. They mentioned a couple of names that are going to be like 2K, uh, CG Project Red, which recently at, at Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Amazon, Google Stadia, Y. <laughs> digital uh, devolver digital and there's more going to be added they haven't said the dates so it sounds, sounds, sounds like they've picked up all the third party companies so far like he shakes his head no nope so we don't know much about it they just said keep checking back we'll let you know more about it later then there's game spots play for all which is pretty much going to take place during the i think this one's going to take place all summer it's going to be a multi-week event they say this one also has those same names plus more. More people, more people. Perfect World Entertainment, Private Division, Sega. Uh, there's a lot more indie companies in there too. Seed Project Red is on there. Bethesda's on there. Eleven Bits on there. Uh, Deep Silver's on there. So they actually have more people announced for this one compared to IGN's. And then you got Jeff Keeley's, who you knew was going to do this even before E3 was officially dead because. When they were like, you know what? We're not attached to E3 anymore. We're done. The second he said that, you should have put one and one together and realized that he was already putting together his own show. Yeah. The fact all that right. it's all digital now, it's like even better because, hey, we got the experience with this. We can do this. Even with so, like the, the Game Awards and stuff too. Like you could see the writing on the wall that like the Game Awards, you know, whether you like them or not, have been very successful. So he's clearly going to try and do more. Like, yep. Yeah. yeah. So this one is the biggest one so far. They don't have as many people announced. But what they do have and what coincides with rumors is pretty big. So 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Blizzard will be here, Seed Project Red, EA, Microsoft, Square Enix, Riot Games, Steam, Warner Brothers, so and PlayStation. PlayStation is the only one yeah, well, yeah. this is the only one's gonna have PlayStation and Warner Brothers, which means you may hear about the new Batman games that we just talked about. And this likely will be the first time we get to see the PlayStation 5. This starts in this month and will continue up until August, which means it will be going through May, June, July, and the rumored PlayStation showing it's supposed to be towards the end of May, early July, or early June, excuse me. So we may just see the PlayStation 5 at this new Summer Game Fest. Which would be very interesting considering they debuted the series x last year at game awards so it's mm-hmm. like you know they they are all of a sudden maybe swinging their uh their big bat um at at jeff Keighley this time to essentially say like okay xbox did their thing now we're gonna get the world's attention with us and so it's like yeah i mean i only see one problem with just all these shows in general to me and that it's something that's going to make a lot of smaller devs struggle. And I've been kind of thinking about this a lot, and, and you talking about it has joggled my brain about it a little bit, is that, What's that? I think indie developers, smaller developers, are going to struggle a lot this summer in terms of... Oh, yeah. Because, are. like, before, it used to be that Xbox and PlayStation had their conferences, Nintendo had their conferences and everything. And Nintendo still does a great job, and I'm sure they'll be, like, the 
the, the better end of the stick for this problem. But I think the main problem with this is that since everything's getting, getting split up, all these AAA developers and publishers that we're talking about going to IGN, going to GameSpot, going to Jeff Keighley's show, it's like they, they don't have that same platform on Xbox's conference, on PlayStation's conference or coverage in general that they did last E3s to, you know, get their game out there. Because a lot of the times, just like an average consumer, if they're going to watch the trade show, they're going to see it, think, okay, I want more PlayStation games for my PlayStation. And they go there. And like before, it'd be like, oh, this is a cool indie game that's going to be on my PlayStation. I'm going to go buy it. Now it's going to turn into, oh, okay. So IGN and GameSpot and all, all these media outlets and, and the game awards and stuff are going to be happening their summer gaming fest. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to look for the games that I'm interested in already. It's not going to be more of like, oh, I'm going to go and and, and there's going to be this this indie game featured at, at the Game Awards show, or IGN's going to focus specifically on this indie game that that has a really cool concept or whatever, because it's going to turn turn into this this catering to the AAA because that's think- going to get the most clicks, you know, and, and it just like it turns into this thing where like it's just going to be even harder, you know. Whereas E3 before it was still hard for them, but at least. The console console makers conferences would give them a, like a chance, you know what I mean? To um, that, I think. To that, I think it needs will flock to the, the summer game fest, uh, only because they also announced that that on top of this, they're working with Xbox. They've already confirmed that Xbox and uh, Steam to provide limited time demos and trials, which means indie developers can also get their games out there with a little spotlight as well. The other two, not so much. Those are definitely all AAA, but the Game Awards show has always been friendly towards indies, and I think that trend is going to continue into this. Yeah, and again, giving people access to demos and trials before they're even available, which means, hey, I got this great game coming out. Can I put it on your show? Or even now, you run a show. Can I be part of the trials or the demos? Yeah, and I want to hope so too. You know, I just feel like the thing with all of these announcements so far has just been, here's this AAA company that we're working with. Here's this AAA company that we're working with. And it's, it's just like, it doesn't, it, at least from an indie perspective, it doesn't give a good impression, you know, cause it just, it just feels like they're kind of catering to who's going to pay them the most money to show themselves off, you know? And yeah. it's just like, it feels bad. And, and like, I'm worried, but optimistic in a way that I don't think it will be a problem, but it just seems more and more likely that something like this could happen. And not to mention this, this whole coronavirus is already causing issues for not just the entire game industry, but indie developers are getting hurt. They, they can't go out to these events anymore. They can't show off their games. They don't yeah. have the advertising and marketing. So they're already taking a hit. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword, too. Because like even with all the time now, if people are, are spending more time at home, then they're playing more indie games, too. So it's kind of like, you know this that newer games are going to struggle more but i'm sure people who you know have more time will be willing to read into a review of an indie game that they may have saw once and were curious about you know and and so like i feel like more of the established indie developers will get their games played but at the same time smaller stuff is going to have a hard time getting out there yeah agreed i agree so do you think and you mentioned it before carl but do you think that it's going to be an issue with overlap because at one point or another, all three shows are going to happen around the same time. Yeah, well, that's that's always been my main issue with stuff like this. Is as as you said, going through the list and everything, there are going to be developers that are going to end up on both shows. And I really just, it's like, okay, so we're going to hear the same thing out of multiple things. Does that mean we're going to see multiple presentation, or is it like 
IGN's going to stream one and then GameSpot does the same stream on the day or... That's a good question. We don't know. days later. Um, you know, how much of the information is going to be different between the two? Is like some, some stuff going to be exclusive to one group and it's going to be exclusive to another, even though you have them both listed? It, it's, it, raises, it raises too much stuff, like too many questions and too many chances for overlap and I just wish that everybody wasn't just so egotistical and won that market share and just like sort of work together with stuff like this because that's what E3 was it was regardless of who you were with whether you were at IGN uh, GameStop or, you know, I used to love watching stuff through game trailers back in the day um, you know stuff like that and it, it'd all be the same. It would be the same stuff because everybody was doing it because it was E3. Now it's become just like everything else. It's like the streaming market. It's so segmented. Oh yeah. That that like it's 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 going to drive people away. You know, I, I think this is going to be a really bad online experiment, personally. And yeah, I, I'm to be honest, I'm not looking forward to it because. With oh come on! Like, that gives it a chance to hang out. And talk about games. Well, we don't have well, well no, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Will we have that chance to hang out? Sure. Because with, every, because with everything coming exclusively to like IGN, GameStop, etc., etc., we're now going to be way behind the eight ball. Well, let's not kid ourselves. This has been like but, this for uh, a while. I mean, like look at uh, look at yeah, look at yeah, a couple yeah, talking yeah, IGN least, in the beginning. Well, true, but at IGN least first. Same, at least with the streams, we had a chance to be on par. With the with the companies, with the other companies, sure we're having they they might have gotten some, you know, press releases or something beforehand they can throw off straight away, but when it was coming to streaming, we were we were all we'd all sit like this, we watch, we'd have a good laugh, we get the stories up at the same time or at least a few minutes after the big names. Now the big names have this massive advantage, and it's going to hurt the smaller sites trying to get the news because. Why bother coming to a smaller site when the places that now have that exclusive content have all the information beforehand and put it up the millisecond? It gets I mean, I don't want to go into that, but hopefully train. people come to the sites because they like the personalities. I mean, that's why oh, you yeah. go to most sites. You like the people. I do. I do agree with your saying there, Carl. Please though, like I, us, please. <laughs> I did. I, I did. <laughs> I agree because I, I did recognize that there is like, at least a tiny bit of a, a, a like an ethical dilemma there because like what like a prime example is IGN saying that they're having their summer gaming event and then putting out an IGN news article saying that an IGN gaming event has been announced you know what i mean so it's like you see that and you, you get this idea of like okay so they themselves a media outlet that covers games now has an exclusive show about games that are new and coming out and it's just like, okay, so they're kind of controlling it in their own way. You know, like you, you get inklings of, of something ethically where you, you get, you have to wonder like, okay, this is kind of turning into like the enthusiast press, like uh, I guess stereotype is that, you know, it, it, it's like they're, they're con- trying to control it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I totally or at least you. it's getting there, you know? Um, so I, I agree there. I definitely think that there there is like a centralization problem where it's just it kind of turns into, all right, who who's gonna you know take all the stuff for themselves basically, and who's gonna get it out there first? I mean, to be honest though, do you think they? I mean, 
as a smaller outlet dealing with this kind of stuff, do you think the big sites care? Do you think uh, the developers well, yeah, and the PR I mean, companies that, that work with them care? I mean, for the well, PR... They, 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 they should, yes. They should, but for the PR, all they care about is, hey, this big company is talking about our stuff. We're, we're, we're getting it out there. We, that's it. Yeah. Even though that's not the best way to go about it. We, we've talked about this dilemma for months, years. It's still an ongoing thing. And you're right. This The fact that IGN and GameSpot is doing it, they are controlling the narrative. They can withhold as much information as they want until the day of. Or they can get exclusive rights. So, I mean, th- I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of how it is. I just feel like this is only going to make the problem worse if there is a problem. You know what I mean? Because um, it just gives them an opportunity to, to take it for themselves. And it comes uh, into that. It comes into that area where it's like you have to. If you think about it a little bit, it seems like there could be a problem there. I'm not going to say there is one now because I mean, we we don't really know yet. First of all, and second of all, it's, just, it's been happening with E3 for a while anyway. So yeah, but yeah. Wow, look at the time, guys. Didn't think we would be uh, on this long. Good jeez. We're not going. We're not going. We're not going to talk about Final Fantasy. We, what happens when we take a week off and? Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> too much to talk about. Yeah, we're not going to talk about Final Fantasy this week because uh, we want to get everybody together. If we do it, because I think the hype of Final Fantasy is uh, kind of dying out. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows about the. Ending. It's all about Streets of Rage Four now. Hey, you know, spoiler! It's not. It's not Severoff. It's uh. It's totally not him. It's uh. It's, a, it's not him. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Ah, <sighs> it, it, it's not him. It, it was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, uh, who wants to take a bet on how many other uh, episodes of, of uh, Final Fantasy we'll get and uh, when we'll get the next one? Uh, <laughs> well, I, re- I, re- I, reckon, I reckon we're looking at least four to five, and the next one won't be out until after the PS4. Uh, four the to PS5. five months, four to five years. Four to five games, I, I, reckon, I, I reckon. I reckon four to five, four to five games... And since they've already got the graphics down and everything else, they've just got to sort of write, write and program the script. You're probably looking about another two to three years. Yeah, I think three or five. Because it's, it's, it's like a world of two extremes to me. I feel like if they, they put as much into two and, and three as like a gigantic open world and, and stuff like that. Or if they take the approach of the third one is like a little bit shorter, kind of like the disc was on the original PlayStation. Then like, yeah, three makes sense. They match it up with what they did previously. I get it. And it also doesn't feel like they're trying to milk it, but at the same time, they, they if they're going to focus and expand on as much as they can, just like they did with the first game, then if they extend it out to five, then you obviously took, it'd be took, real bad. Like, but they took ten hours and stretched it out to 30, 40 hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering like if, presumably the next episodes are going to be much more open ended, considering the world has opened up now. Technically, you know, compared to Midgar, which was just a streamlined portion of it. And you can tell while you're playing the remake that it's it's very much like here is the linear hallway that you are supposed to go through to be introduced to Final Fantasy VII, but we made it a little bigger now so that you can spend some more time and, and get to know characters that deserve some attention. But like now it's going to turn into, okay, well, are they going to do that with the open world portion of it from the original game? 
And are we going to be meeting all these characters, like all of the party members? We're going to have some new backstories now oh that may take God. up 10 Can to 15 hours each. If they do that like, for every every minor character, oh, dear God. Yeah. That yeah. would be an issue. I mean, I as much so, as yeah. I love what they did to Jesse and Wedge and Biggs, you know, they, they, they can't do that for every character. They, they, they simply true. cannot do it. They very well might. I mean, consider, like, one of the biggest backstories that I think about when I think of the original game is, is red 13. Cause he gets like this huge backstory you're talking to Budenhagen. You're talking to, you're talking about his father and his legacy and everything like that. Whereas like, you know, Sid is like, Oh, I live in this town. I used to work for Shinra and, and I have a spaceship. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, let's get the ship. And then that's it. You know, uh, Yuffie lives in a town. She steals your stuff. Uh, and then you take it back and then you leave with her. Like, it's just like, what is that going to turn into if they have to craft these gigantic backstories for them now? And, and it turns into a couple, like five to 10 hours or 15 hours or more for each character, you know, and then it's going to turn into huge. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, for me personally, three is probably most realistic three games. Um, and I would probably see 2022 for the next one easily. All right. Um, before we go, there is one thing that I did want to touch base on, and it's actually not gaming related. So, mm. oh, people outside are really loud. America sucks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm More just people kidding. not listening to the whole stay the hell in your house. There's also people outside partying. Awesome. So, we talked about this. Uh, like, like, like I said, wash your hands, glove, slap, come back out, remove your glove, wash hands, stay home. You so, get a weird sense of dopamine when you come back from that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. So a couple of days ago we found out some information about an upcoming Transformers animated movie that we aren't sure, Carl, if it takes place mm-hmm. in the movie universe or something else. Now, this is completely separate from the Netflix animated show that's coming out in July, which oddly enough focuses on the origins of the Transformers. This new one will focus on the relationship between Optimus Prime and Megatron. Now, I made a short video talking about this because I was confused because there are a couple different Transformers. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Continualities, or am I saying that wrong? They they change oh. up they change up the 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 lore a couple different times. One, you know, Optimus Prime was actually a dock worker called Ryan Pax, and Megatron blew a hole in his chest, and he got rebuilt on Optimus Prime. There's another one where Megatron where Optimus Orion Pax and Megatronus before he was called Megatron work together and then something caused the rift. Uh, there's just so many different timelines where they changed up so many things. So this one's gonna focus on those two being, I guess, friends and their relationship. And I'm assuming what caused the rift in the first place. But it's interesting to find out about this because this was being kicked around, but it started getting fast-tracked because the next Transformers movie is delayed because of COVID-19, so they're trying to push out this animated movie a lot sooner. Now, a couple people told me that this movie is coming out in June 24, 2022. So we're not seeing this anytime soon. No time soon. But I'm sure we're going to see and hear more about this movie in the upcoming months. Now, the fact that it's an animated movie, I'm pretty excited for it. As long as it's good animation and it's not going to be hand drawn. So if you're thinking it's going to be hand drawn, forget it. That's not happening. 
When they say animated, we're talking CG. I'm talking Michael Bay, baby. I'm no, 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 we're not. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't do that. Think of think of uh, think of Transformers Prime. If it's in the vein of Transformers Prime, great. I'm happy. I'm all for it because I th- I think that is one of the better CG shows, Transformers wise, they've done. Now, if they do it better, great. Like, um, what was it last movie I watched that was CG and really good? Um, Altered Carbon Resleeved. That's not bad. Have you watched that yet, Carl? Probably not. No. It's alt alt Alter Carbon Carbon is a uh, Netflix series, but they made a CGI movie off of it as well. It's actually pretty good. Give it a try if you get a chance. But yeah, somebody's telling me that I should check out the lore of the Covenant of Primus because it may explore that, and that's when Megatron and Orion Pax Optimus Prime were uh, were uh, friends. So I I guess I will go hunt that down and uh, take a look at that. So I just thought that was uh, something to talk about because I know there's a lot of Transformers fans here. I I apologize. I apologize if my eyes glazed over. I know nothing about Transformers. It's cool. Me and Carl, me and Carl, will more than fill up. I'll pick up your slack. Trust me. Okay. We love. We 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 were talking about Transformers a couple nights ago. Mm. (laughs) Just talking about. I I love. I love Transformers. I think it's. Yeah. I've actually I've actually just finished my archiving of the Transformers series. I actually found subbed versions of like Beast Wars Neo and Beast Wars 2, which were the Japanese exclusive series. Uh, but this, like, as long as it's not universe, movieverse junk, I'm quite happy for new stories to be told. Uh, the what whole about relationship. See, that was trans. That was a movie universe, and it wasn't bad. It was yeah, and it wasn't bad. And because Michael Bay didn't have his hands all over it like like he does over Megan, and they use G one Transformers. Yeah, they actually decided to tie it back to try at least tie it back to G one looking stuff. Even though even though um, that one that one seeker was not Starscream. No, and and, <laughs> and, and to be and to be honest, I've seen a bit of G one story, storytelling told out of the video games. Um, Those don't exist anymore. Yeah, I know they don't exist. They were delisted. But. But the thing is, like, I've seen some some great. There have been many, many great comic books that have been brought out by like IDW and that. Um, the Megatron Origin series, which sort of goes back into Megatron's pre, like this is with the whole thing about the calling Megatronus and all that. So, that's, that's, it's uh, so weird calling him Megatronus and then watching it's, it's, and then it's, finally it's, coming it's, off it's of. Coming, He's still, he's always been Megatron in every single series, except for and like then that. and then watching just finishing watching the uh, the Machinima Transformers and like wait uh, Megatron Megatronus are two completely different people. But there was actually a Transformer called Megatronius that got changed to Megatron. Like uh, yeah, they they're really trying to re- revamp the law. Kind of sounds like Kingdom Hearts uh, lore. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it does. No, it totally does. <laughs> uh, it's almost like they're bringing on different writers for different, different series. Who would have thought? Xehanort um, yeah. plus Xemnas plus... No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God, let's not go with that one, shall we? Um, but yeah, like the Megatron Origins books for IDW, if you can find the trade paperback of that, is a really good read. It basically shows Megatron's rise to power from being uh, a basic pit slave um, where they used to have underground arena fights and stuff like that, and he builds his, his reputation as a gladiator. And eventually becomes a politician, uh, and he de- and most of those type of stories do have him being friends with Orion Pax back in the day. Before he blows a hole in him, 
before before the whole thing split him apart and then he blew a hole in his chest and he got off to us prime. Da, 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 da. Um but yeah, like a lot of this stuff is very modernized lore too, so sort of take it with a grain of salt. Especially like I, I wouldn't even like even the more modern stuff, like I keep up with the Transformer comics from IDW because they did a really good job at sort of con- continuing and making a new sequel to the G1 series. Um, but it's like, it's very weird at the moment because Megatron actually goes, hey, you know, I did a lot of wrong. Man, I was fucked up. Um, I'm sorry, can I be an Autobot? He kind of does that in the, the <laughs> cinema episodes too. My He's like, yeah. I did all this bad stuff. He, he, he says to Megatron, I did all this bad stuff for you, and what the hell did you do for me? I'm done. Yeah, and it's like, you know, but but in the the comics, he is actually a full blown Autobot with the the Autobot symbol on the chest and everything. That just looks weird. <laughs> but um, we could yeah, be like, I, I'm, 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 de- I'm definitely look for this this new movie. If they're willing to, to make it like G one inspired, and they're trying to bring some of the the more modern lore into things, I'll give it a watch. I'll add it to the collection. Same. I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not opposed to so much of it. But it's just that, yeah, the movie stuff, especially the second one, that, that second movie really, yeah, I pretend that doesn't exist if I can. I pretend all of them don't exist. I, no. to, to, be honest, to be honest, one and three, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, I actually don't mind those two, but everything else is just trash with the exception of probably Bumblebee. So, but that being said, any development company out there, you want to shock the shit out of us this year? You want to give us something to get hyped for? Transformers, Transformers game. game. Give me a Transformers game. Please. Give me a sequel to this. Sequel. What this? It's, it's devastation for those who can't see it. Is that the most movie. recent one? The one that everybody really liked? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. one's it, phenomenal. Yes. The one by Activision that, like, because I've got green screen, it makes Devastator look <laughs> As I tell everybody, it's basically Transformers <laughs> with. With uh, bad night of gameplay, yes, yeah, so pretty much good. interesting. But the, but the, uh, the the cell shading and everything that they use in that is absolutely phenomenal. If you can if it you is. can find a, a copy on like the PlayStation Store or the Xbox Store or something like that, GameStop has you, tons of them. Used. Yeah, Game GameStop, eBay, wherever you can find a copy of this, go is out, it, edit, it, play it. Is it console only? No, but you can't get no, on PC anymore. You yeah, can't get it on PC. P- P- nope. Yeah, because um, I think Activision lost the rights or something like that to a whole heap of oh. games at one point. It's it's like the uh, the Deadpool game. Oh, huh. you know, they 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 let Activision had this this big catalog of, of third party titles, and all of a sudden they just lost all the licenses, and they went, hey, "We're pulling if, it off all the digital if software." You can get a Transformers uh, Devastation game code from somebody if somebody has one. You can still redeem it. But yeah, you can't buy it off of X or uh, Xbox or anything anymore. Steam, nothing. No, uh, so you're gonna have to go like you know GameStop or um or eBay. eBay, probably, yeah. I'd probably say eBay. eBay is pretty cheap for them. I got. I can say I bought I, mine I, from GameStop. For, I ordered one. I told you a couple days ago. I think it was like uh twelve dollars. Yeah. Uh, so wait I, for it to get I, here. Yeah, uh, I've got to. I've got to say though, like if that's if that's our, rec- our recommendation of the week, 
Uh, Transformers Devastation, if you can get your hands on it, play it. It is a great game. Absolutely worth the. You know what? I'm going to go out and say this. Them. I'm going to go out and say this, and this is probably the only time you ever hear me say it. If you can find a crack version. Yeah, even if you can find a PC cracked version, because, you know, hey, digital. You can't buy it anymore. Right? And it's not like you don't want to give them money. It's like, I want to give you the money, but I can't give you the money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's not cool whatsoever. So, yeah. Nah. And, and also, if you want to pick it up on consoles, Xbox One, uh, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One are 60 frames per second to p The PlayStation 4 version holds 60 frames per second consistently. Yeah. But the Xbox One has some frame drops, but it, the graphics are more, a little bit more sharper. Yeah, so def- definitely get out, play it. And if any developer wants to try and find a way to make it, make another one, please, please. I would love to know who has a license. Uh, at the moment. Because it sucked. Uh, Activision has three games. They have that one. They have the one from High Moon Studios, which is the War for Cybertron and the Fall of Cybertron. As for Activision, surprisingly. Oh, so they still have it. So, what? Hold on, hold on. Why would they do that? It doesn't make any sense. Infogrames. That's Atari. Okay. Hasbro has sold the digital gaming rights in the Transformers to Infogrames for $100 million. Oh, no, that was years ago. Never mind. They brought. They apparently bought back the rights from Infogrames uh, 15 years ago. Never mind. Yeah, so nobody knows where the rights are, but that's fine. We can do investigation. That would be a good talking piece for another time, for another day. But we're going to go ahead and call this show for tonight. So as always, thank you for stopping by. And as always, if you have any questions and or comments, be sure to drop them into our comments here or stop by yadahaven.net. And, of course, you can find the show wherever podcasts are, which is Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audioboom, and wherever podcasts are. So for Keith Mitchell, Rob, and Carl, thank you for stopping by. And uh, if you're in North America, hell, if you're anywhere, please be safe. Don't be an idiot. Play more video games. Yeah, stay home, man. I mean, just stay home. Put Legos together. Build a Gundam model. Go watch TV for family or your friends. Zoom, yeah. even though Zoom is bad. Do some kind of video conference, something. Stay the I, hell I in built, the house. Discord. I built Legos. I built Legos for the first time in over a decade. I built Yeah, he built Overwatch and Legos. Yeah. And Overwatch, Overwatch Legos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dave and Reinhardt. So, you know, it used to be my old mates. But, but the, main, the main one was the Batmobile, which I've got to go and buy that other Batman one. smells but, and Joker got that, away. That, that 1989 uh, Lego replica of the first movie Batmobile. The cool looking one. Yeah, the one that's going to cost me only $500. Yep, it's expensive here too. Oh yeah. Alright guys, <laughs> we're out of here. Take care. Later.